It's Kyla Graham. Welcome to another season of the Nonprofit Ace Podcast. This season around, we are doing some replays. So we are taking our top most downloaded episodes and giving you sort of a preview of where other people have started. I'd love to know what you all think. Is there an episode that you think should have made the list? Send me a DM. Best place to find me is going to be LinkedIn, but you can also reach me on Instagram. So I'll be sure to drop our handle in the show notes. All right. Bye. Any accounting, business, and tax advice contained in this podcast is not intended as a thorough, in-depth analysis of specific issues, nor is it a substitute for formal information, nor is it sufficient to avoid tax-related penalties. If you have specific questions that you need advice for, be sure to schedule a strategy session and not solely rely on information in this podcast. Hey, it's Kyla Graham, Synergy Accounting Advisory. This season, I am taking articles from the newspaper and addressing what I think people really mean when they say, I don't want to end up in the news. So I'm going to take an article. I'm going to pull out some bits of it to say, like, this was what was said to have happened and what I think could be done by other organizations to prevent it from happening to them. So this week's article is from the Palm Beach Post. It is... Titled Scripts to Pay $10 Million to Settle a Lawsuit Tied to Juniper Whistleblower. So in this case, there is Scripps Research Institute. They do some value medical research. They're out in California. And the lawsuit was about misuse of federal grants. In this case, federal officials are accusing Scripps of improperly charging funds. So they charge the grant for work that had not yet been done. So sort of like (laughs) pre-billing. Scripps is also being accused of not providing an effective accounting system to the researchers for 2018 to 2016. So in this case, what I'm assuming is that the researchers are the ones who are responsible for putting in the data and doing that. So here is where I think things go awry. One, you have the researchers doing the accounting. So I understand that We all wear many hats with a nonprofit. We all do lots of roles, but also making sure that you have the right people in the right places. You want to have someone who's understanding accounting and who can talk with the researchers in a regular manner to get the documentation they need. That way, the researchers are turning in what's necessary, and there's someone with the appropriate accounting understanding who can translate that into the system, so into what needs to be put into the grant reporting. That way, you're not overworking people, making them use like a skill set that they don't naturally have or they haven't been trained in, and then turning around to be like, hey, we messed up. (laughs) And then the other thing that I wanted to point out is that the organization says, hey, it was an accounting discrepancy. Why we misbilled? Since this is happening over multiple years, so this isn't like a one-time occurrence, not catching this to me is a big red flag. So in addition to being having people trained in the roles. So you should have someone who's trained in accounting, someone who has some familiarity, who's willing to ask questions. You also want to make sure there's someone who's reviewing the accounting. So that can be an internal type process, as well as having an outside auditor. So from an internal process, to me, that looks like actually reviewing the financial reports, reviewing the grants, before you bill them. So like drafting out the billing and saying like, hey, what does this really mean? When we say these things in here, 
are we actually charging them for services that we haven't yet done? Because the case here, they're saying like, yo, you charge us, we'll work on future grants. So stuff that hasn't happened yet, you're charging us for, and that's not right. So having sort of like look over those reports to be like, "Mm, is this even accurate? Are we miscoding things? Are we putting things into the wrong area? And then of course, the oversight, you can have an annual audit, but you don't always have to. You really could just say, Internally, are we reviewing this? Do we have the necessary backup so that we know that things are right and appropriate? So for you, how will you get back out (laughs) and make sure that you are in the right place, that your organization is not showing up on the news because you have an accounting discrepancy? You want to do at least these three things. One, get an accounting system that is appropriate for this work that your organization does. Not everyone needs great plans. Not everyone needs QuickBooks. Some organizations genuinely could use a spreadsheet. However, you want to make sure that whoever's updating the spreadsheet or QuickBooks or great plans understands what information needs to be going into your system, whatever that system looks like. So one, have the system. Two, have a person who understands how to use the system. And three, have someone who's reviewing that work. Someone who understands enough about the work that's going on, who can look at the reports and say, hey, it looks weird that we've built them for stuff for 2022 and we're still in 2021. So those types of things can be really easy to catch even if you're not an accountant. So having someone who's willing to ask those questions and just say, this looks weird to me. Can you explain? So go back to your organization, see what's missing, see what you need to do to make sure that is set up in a way that supports you and prevents you from being in the use for this type of thing. All right, bye. (laughs) 